Thanks for downloading another Impossible Podcast. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that, with the exception of Children of Earth, I'm not exactly a fan of Torchwood. But it was a real treat to hear actress Eve Miles speak about her part in the show, and its part in her career, at the SFX Weekender back in February. I knew she would be chatty. I knew she would be friendly. But I wasn't expecting her to hold the crowd as well as she did. And it was quite a crowd, I can assure you. So, without further delay... I'm very happy to give you Eve Miles. Okay, so um, what can I tell you about our next guest? Well, there's lots of fantastic things about her. She is gorgeous. <laughs> she's even more pretty in real life, actually. What else can I say? I mean, she's, she's the only woman who can make holding a rocket launcher in one hand and a baby in the other look effortless. <laughs> she is, of course, Eve Miles! <laughs> Yet. Yay! So, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we get another series. But this is a thing that's tortured. I mean, every year we've come back and been so uh, lucky to come back and do more. You know, we've done four great series, four very different series. Um, I never expected to get the second, I never expected to get the third, certainly didn't expect to get the fourth. And um, I just want to say how grateful we are as a cast and a crew to you guys for all your support and your absolute, the loyal fan base that we have is extraordinary and it's because of you that we do keep coming back. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for that. Um, Give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> something like, I've saved the world too many times though. Yeah. So it kind of sounds a little bit like he might, he feels like he might even need to move on to something else. Well, yeah, but he's also, he's also been quoted to say that, um, tell your mother you're interviewing Eve Miles. He's also been quoted to say that he says this every time, and then he comes back to doing a, a series of torture and he falls in love with it all over again. Yeah. Um, you know, who doesn't love Captain Jack Harkness for Christ's sake? I mean, you know, yeah, I, you know, I need more. <laughs> so, um, Russell, can you see me? Can you see me? Are you there? I need more Harkness. Um, you know, it's hard not to fall in love with the series, doing it. Every year when I get a script through, it's the most exciting time of my life. It's, it's wonderful, and I've been so blessed to be able to play Gwen. So everything cost, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously Miracle Day yes. um, was your first experience working in the States, wasn't it? I think that's right. Um, I've actually worked there with uh, the RSC. Oh, right, well, as, as a television production. As a television yeah. production, well, yes. Uh, is, what's that like? Is it very difficult for making television in Britain? Is it a bit daunting? Or? The only thing that's huge... <laughs> the only thing that is hugely different is that the amount of food that I even consume. <laughs> Do they bring you uh, of, you get pints of red wine as well? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, can't, I simply can't do all that nonsense and I can't cut. Um, but uh, the amount of food, there's a thing in, in the States called crafty services, right? And it's, and it's, basically, it's basically food <coughs> non-stop, right? Literally, you walk into work and it's like the most beautiful buffet you could possibly think of, but it doesn't end. It doesn't end. It's just there all day. So whenever I'm missing, <laughs> they know where I am. <laughs> all day long. So that's a huge thing that, you know, and I think the other thing that's, that's really different out there is um, 
Yeah, it was, yeah, it was uh, massively intense. I think the longest day we did was uh, 18 hours. You know, so long days, but one experience was wonderful. Did you, did you, how long did you, because you lived out there as well, didn't you, for a while? I did, yeah. How long were you kind of an American, well, not an American citizen, but living in America for? Uh, we went out for uh, just, just under eight months. Oh, and, quite a while um, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I took my family out there and we lived in the, uh, the Hollywood Hills. I, I literally lived in the Hollywood sign. <laughs> I thought somebody just, you know. Just a little shed underneath the L or something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God. No, it was, um, yeah, we lived up the Frank months and it was, it was wonderful. It was a huge experience. Having snakes and stuff come into the garden and, you know, coyotes and, and all that. It was, it was mad. I can't cope with spiders in the bath, never mind. Oh, well, there was, there was a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. Is it as glamorous a lifestyle as everyone thinks out in, you know, out in? I was dreading. Uh, going out there, that's, that's not a secret. I, I'm quite open. I'm a very open person, and um, I was I was not um, I was not excited about it because I just thought it was going to be full of kind of people who were not the kind of people I like to be around. Mm. And uh, you know, I couldn't have been more wrong. People were so lovely and laid back and uh, kind. Um, we were very lucky. I think I think the sun. Just makes everybody so happy, doesn't it? When the sun is shining, you just generally you're a you're a happy person, and you know you're you're one of the Joe blogs out there thinks he's Mick Jagger, <laughs> which makes me roar with laughter all day long. So um, no, people were really really cool out there, and yes, there's parts of it that are very glamorous. There's parts carved if that's very glamorous, <laughs> but you know you give it you know. So there's there's glamour everywhere. I stay away from it like the plague. Obviously, in the series, um, the Miracle Day, they, yeah. they played a little bit with that kind of cultural misunderstanding between the British and Americans. Yeah. Did you experience any of that in real life? Did people kind of go, what's she on about? But I get that in Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that doesn't just happen in LA. That's like, what did she say? What? Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, you know, there, there was a lot of that. It was lovely to be able to play that because I was a Welsh girl in, in, in LA, you know, playing this action hero. And, and I'm like, you know, I got a gap in my teeth, a freckles, slightly overweight. And. Oh, oh. oh don't, don't get me wrong, I love my curves. I love my bumps. Bumps are good. Uh, but no, you know, I, I looked, I, I stuck out like a sore thumb. And, uh, and when I hear the accent as well, which is even more bizarre, um, you know, but. Being different, what I learned out there was being different and having imperfections is a really bloody good thing because it makes you different and it makes you unique and it makes you you. So I, I embrace a lot more of myself out there, I suppose, which I didn't expect to. And some of us think that a gap tooth is a little bit sexy, actually. I don't, anyone? Yeah. All I'm saying is. Don't knock it until you've kissed it. <laughs> Just give me a number like that. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's, it's quite funny actually because people out in LA were saying to me, Why did you get that done? How did they do that? And I was like, Do what? And they were like, With your teeth? How? How? How is that possible? 
And I'm like, I was born with, with my teeth like this. This, this, is, this is who I am. I love it. And uh, apparently now people out there are starting to get um, guts. <laughs> Inserted? <laughs> Literally having really? guts put in their teeth. So, uh, whoop, whoop, gut girls. <laughs> Trendsetter. Yeah, well, well, I try. Um, let's talk about Gwen a little bit. Um, she's obviously a very, um, she's many things, but she's obviously a, a kind of strong, very independent uh, woman who can take care of herself. Yeah. Um, do you think, do you find in your working experience that there's, there's still not that many roles as good as that for women actors? I think um, the la over the last five, six years, I think there's been stronger female parts on television. But I think in particular with sci-fi, that's where you find that's where you find the females you want to be playing. Because in sci-fi they, they tend to always make the female very strong and very kind of dominant and you know and that's that's what we should be playing on television. More of that should be seen. And to have the opportunity to play Greg Cooper where I'm playing a woman who uh, is a mother is a wife, um, and then goes to work with Jack Harkness every day and tries to save the world, is unique. So, yeah, I want to see, I'd like to see more of it. You know, it would be nice to see more women like that on television. It's very rare, but it would be nice to see more of it. I think we all agree, don't we? She's not, um, she's a slightly divisive character as well, though, because she's not a paragon of virtue. She, she has, you know, she has a selfish side, and there was that whole thing with the infidelity of, with her husband. Yeah. Do you do you like her as a character? Do you think you'd be friends, or do you understand that? Or? I uh, I respect Greg Cooper very much. I think that the pressure this woman has is is outrageous. You know, every day is is huge for her. Every day is life or death. But I think that there's got to be, you know. Why I love playing this character so much and why I've played her for so long is because of her flaws. She's got flaws, she's got weaknesses. We all have these. She's not perfect. If she was perfect, I would be playing somebody who isn't real. You know, she's got to have elements of her that we go, oh, we don't like that. Oh, I would never be like that. But we are. You know, we are. She's a human being. She, She's doing the best that she possibly can in extreme circumstances. And sometimes I get the script through and I go, okay, so, right, bazooka. <laughs> right, okay, helicopter. Okay, okay, lasagna. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Did you get more excited about the lasagna though? Because it sounds like it. My friend is grub. I see lasagna, I'm like, wait, did you not see? So yeah, you know, she's complicated and sometimes I don't understand the decisions she makes, but I have to do them, I have to play them. And um, I never want to play something that's easy, because that would bore the arse of me, and it would bore the arse of you, and I never want to do that. I want to keep it complicated and complex and interesting, and I think Russell does that beautifully. Yeah. And obviously in, in Miracle Day, she's uh, here as a mum. Yeah. She's kind of this war mum. <laughs> With the old machine gun in one hand and the baby in the other. What do you guys think of that? Did you like the old dad? Did you like the gun and the, the baby and the earmuffs? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? Have you, 
Oh, so yeah, I guess you became a, a mother at a similar time to the character, really. Did, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Did you find that very easy to, that protectiveness towards the baby very easy to kind of just key into? I can genuinely say, hand on heart, that I've never walked through my hallway with a revolver in one arm and a Matilda <laughs> in the other. Let's get that straight. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, when I read that, it was kind of highlighted, this moment of, um, you know, the heroine. You know, this, this woman with a baby, with the earmuffs and the gun, and the kind of, I'm going to shoot that goddamn helicopter out of the sky, onto the beach, I just thought was absolutely mesmerizing. We couldn't wait to do it. But that particular scene took, I think it was four or five days to shoot, because I couldn't obviously shoot again. <laughs> with baby, I asked. Um, so we had to do, you know, there was lots of like false baby, and then when you could see the baby, there was no actual bullets. So it was very, very cleverly done. Um, but, um, no babies died during filming. I hope not. I hope not. If they did, I apologise. <laughs> I actually, when, when I first got the script, the baby was um, going to be the same age as my daughter. And uh, there was a big possibility that Matilda would be playing uh, Anna. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, and then I thought, and then I read, I read it. <laughs> Uh, she's not doing that. <laughs> I'll kill you if you try to make my daughter do that. She's not doing it. So, um, yeah, yeah, and then they made it a lot younger as well, so it, it wouldn't have worked out, but, you know, I don't know. That scene, the whole, I hair it down the, the beach in oh, Wales with the, the helicopter and all that. Was, was that was that... good, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that a great scene? Was that the most awesome thing you, you, oh, you've done God. on Torchwood? I, yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, that and um, a very different scene was the scene with me and John Barrowman um, in the car. And it was, I think it was uh, episode seven, where he goes back in time. Um, and he and I are in the car together and we have it out. We have it out. You know, it, it's all dead. And that was one of the best nights filming I've, I've ever had. Not because of the script or the words, because we have loads of cake. <laughs> and um, I had him tied up. Uh, no, it was that, that was one of the best nights I've ever ever had in work. I, I had such a great night filming that night. But um, that particular sequence on the beach, I think it was minus 14. Oh yeah, you can oof, it was cold. And it was, I think it was minus 14, it started to snow at one point. The Americans almost had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and um, we were like, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry. We were like, it's not fine. I can't, you know, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> so yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer was the funniest of all. I've said the story a couple of times, but we were literally on the back of the truck, the open, you know, the back of the Jeep. And uh, when we get in, we've got, you know, we've got the ammo, we've got the guns, you know, got the helicopters, get everything, and my kind's like, he starts off, he's like, yeah, dude, this is why we do this job, this is amazing, this, yeah, yeah, whoop, 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 cut two. Twenty minutes later, I'm like, oh my god, this is so cold, <laughs> this is like the worst day of my life. Uh, welcome to Wales. Um, so, um, yeah, it was one of the best, it, it was exhilarating that day. The, the part where I actually stand up with a bazooka and I say, uh, you know, he says, who the hell are you guys? And I go, and I blow it. 
I literally had to do that in, a, in a, an edit suite later, about three months later, because I'd frozen. I couldn't get torch without. It sounded like this. It's not going to be very symbolic, is it? Who are you guys? So, <laughs> so that, yeah, we had, we had to kind of put that on later because we had literally frozen. We got back to the hotel, it was the longest, nicest bath I've ever had in my life. And I think a pint of wine might have been involved in that thing. Um, but no, it was the coldest day, but the most exhilarating day. And do you know what was lovely? Was having the American guys come over and, and, and be on that beach. And for me to go, this is my beach, this is where I want my dog, this is where I surf, this is my beach, I love this beach. And they were blown away by what we've got, so I was very proud as well that day. Just going back to something you said um, yeah. a minute ago about uh, your favourite scenes, and the one in the car yeah. where you said, and everything was bad. Um, <laughs> that kind of segues me into another question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't worry, I'm not yeah, going to ask you about the science on the internet. You wouldn't remember this, but Oh, God! About five years ago, oh. I interviewed you. Oh, God! <laughs> yes. Possibly, possibly. This is actually about John Barrowman, so don't oh, worry. Oh, I'm feeling fine now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And uh, you were talking about filming uh, in the Bracken Beacons. Oh, no, please don't ask me this question. <laughs> You've got any small children, you might want to cover their ears. Cover their ears. So, here's uh, Eve. Here's Eve. Here's Just a lead up to the question. Here's Eve talking about filming John Barrowman in the Bracken Beacons. We were in the Bracken Beacons last week doing all these scenes with all this horrendous wind. So, I'm sitting down with my head in my coat, trying to shelter myself from the wind and keep warm. And then what it looks like is John is coming over to give me a hug. But no, no, he bangs me on the head eight times with the little barrow month. <laughs> so, no, hang on, can I rephrase that? Okay, can I rephrase that? The big barrowman. <laughs> He'd kill me if I didn't say that. Yeah, so, yeah, that, so, that what was, that I wanted to, so what I want to ask you really is, is, oh, is, is, it, is, it, is it a relief not to have that anymore? Or is, do you kind of miss it? <laughs> That's possibly the best question I've ever been asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're the moment. Oh, I miss it like oxygen. <laughs> listen, listen, don't worry, don't worry, there's no, sh there's no shortage of me seeing it. <laughs> you know, he doesn't need to be present. We've all got phones. That's all I'm saying. I'm a bit sick of it, really. <laughs> Never. Never sick of it. <laughs> Were you ever, um, ever tempted to retaliate? Am I really having this conversation? <laughs> Are you all here? Is this real? I'm, I'm talking about.
about John Parliament's cockle. <laughs> what, what, was the, what was your last question? Were you ever tempted to retaliate? What, and knock him on the head with mine? <laughs> That's an exclusive. Give me half a chance. Give me half a chance. Um, no, you, you guys have no idea. You, you, you have no idea what I have to go through with this man. I'll give you a little, um, hello friends. I'm going to tell you now about John Barrowman's penis. Uh, I'm sat in the makeup, in the makeup truck and um, it's, it's about 5.30 in the morning. Now Gwen has got great hair, right? Very volume and beautiful and all this nonsense. And they put these huge rollers in my hair and we call them my wine racks, right? Because they're like these huge rollers. spins around in the room. Yeah. Um, how was that done? That is such a good question because that was such a wonderful camera trick. They, they had me um, on a, uh, a dolly. Okay. You guys know what a dolly is? Right? They had me on that and they spun me one way and then they put the camera the other way. So it kind of, it was a really great effect. I was really dizzy. Um, but that's how they did that, and it, I'm really pleased you picked up on that because that was a lovely, lovely kind of trick of photography, and we loved doing that. 
So that's how they did that. They had me on, on uh, a dolly and spun me around one way and then took the camera the other way. So on a little platform, basically, that revolves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, yes, sir. Hi, um, I remember reading an interview with Jane Spencer and she said that when she was writing the scene uh, where you were separated from Reese and Unharried that she wasn't quite sure what to write, but Russell T. Davis said, don't write anything, Eve will fight like a tiger. Um, <laughs> um, yes. I have read that. She will always fight like a tiger. Um, and I think generally we saw a, a even more of a kick-ass side to Gwen in the new series of Torchwood, so what was your favourite? kick-ass moment from Miracle Day. You guys know what that moment is. I'm Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> when I read that, when I read that, I almost had a little peek. I was so excited. It was just like, what Welsh woman out there doesn't want to fool someone who goes, oh my god. If you're the best, you know, Britain's got to awe her. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. That, and, oh, I, I, I did enjoy fighting Lauren Ambrose. That was a great fight, the lift. We started that at uh, quarter to five in the morning. After filming something like 14 hours, they said, right, now, we're going, we're going to do the fight scene now. And Lauren and I were like, are you kidding me? It's quarter five in the morning. We wrap in at like ten past five. And we, we had no choreography. We stepped through it maybe twice. So what you see is, is kind of bare and raw. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it was good. I loved doing that. Because she's Lauren Ambrose, everybody. Hello. Jilly, she's amazing. So to do that with her, we just, you know, just got on with it. And we really enjoyed that. Okay, where's Robert? I'll see you. I'm here, I'm here. Uh, okay. Thank you for your time today, by the way. Well, what's it like now you're like a sex symbol? Uh, how does your family react dealing with you? I have no idea. 
but she's going to, you know, she's going to grow up knowing that Mama plays Ben Cooper, and um, I'm just waiting for the day that she gets asked in school what does Mama do for a living, you know, fight aliens. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Mummy, what's a little barrowman? <laughs>
whom Anna had come and I'd sit and monitor. And I'd watch him because he was a masterclass. He was incredible. And then you meet him and you go, how are you so lovely? And then you, you, you can do this performance. He's unique and um, possibly the person I learned the most from. Thank you for a lovely question. Okay, just one down the front. We just, we just got one here. Sorry? You got one here. All right, yeah, can you come down the front after that, please, Rob? Um, would you like to appear in the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who? Well, I had an interview, and uh, apparently it's been, I've been quite jumped on, uh, saying, you know, oh, it would be so indecent for anybody in culture to appear in Doctor Who, but that's, that's not where I was coming from. Uh, where I was coming from was, we've gone in a certain direction with Torchwood, and my nieces and nephews adore Doctor Who, and there's no way on earth I'm allowing them watching Torchwood, and they're just not going to watch it. So, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a fine line there. Um, John does it, Captain Jack does it, they, they write it so beautiful of that crossover for that character. It's so unique and beautiful and, and so well done. Um, if that was to happen with Ben Cooper, I've been there before, um, there'd be nothing better in the world to be a part of something as huge as the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. We love and adore that show. This is where Torchwood was born from, this is the mothership. So, being involved with it would be a joy. I've not had any phone calls. I don't know what might happen. Uh, but if the question was there, I, 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 of course I'd jump on board. I'd, I'd be on it. Maybe you could just be sitting in the back of the shop, eating some lasagna, <laughs> drinking, drinking pints of wine. Oh, sounds fantastic. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> very unlikely. <laughs> I can't see you, Rob. Where are you? Okay, so there's a chap down here in the blue t-shirt there. Unfortunately, it's practically the same question. It was just going to be with the alleged departure of the ponds and their demise, can you see Gwyn and Rhys moving into the big blue box? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, if they ask us, we'd love to. Of course we'd love to. Um, I mean, Doctor Who is such a huge thing, and, you know, everybody loves it. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? It would be lovely, you know. I just hope they give me the bazooka and the guns and the leathers and all that stuff. <laughs> but we'll see, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If I'm invited, I'll jump on. Did you, um, did you manage to have oh, any souvenirs? Have you got, like, a, a bazooka at home? Tucked away in the broom cupboard. You've <laughs> got a guilty face on. <laughs> I wouldn't like to be a Jehovah's Witness in your area. No, I've never stolen anything. <laughs> no. No. There's a few things, okay, that were mine. And I claimed. No, I've never stolen anything. Where's the mic? Sorry. Uh, yeah. I was just wondering while you're having the next one last night, how was the film that was on? I'm so sorry. Can I... 
Um, I had a pint of wine last night. How was the film that was on? <laughs> okay, look, nobody told me, right, nobody told me last night that there's horror films on till like five in the morning, right? That's my idea of heaven. So I'm sat till like maybe five this morning watching horror films. It was wonderful. <laughs> sat there literally like that. Watching it, on, like, I mean, they were pretty awful, but I yeah, love that. The thing, I love the thing that. was on, wasn't it? Oh my god, it was so good. It was great. I had a ball. Yeah, it was a strange evening. It's great. Sat there watching horror films all night. What could be better? Do you like a bit of core then? Yeah, I love core. Yeah, I'd love to do I'd love to do something with uh Quentin Tarantino or something like that. I love I mean one of my favourite episodes of Torture was Countryside. Um The cannibal one. Yeah, the cannibal one. The cannibal one. Yeah. In the Wrecking Beacons, but we won't go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go back there. Don't, don't, don't make me go back there. Don't make me go back there. Go to your safe place. Go to my safe place. I'm in a dark room. I'm in a dark room. I'm safe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it was, you know, probably one of the boringest things that we've, we've ever had. It was wonderful. Yeah, one of my favourites. Okay, I think we've got time for probably two more questions, maybe. Hello, you And then you mentioned it before, but how did you find the transition going from like a UK budget to like the Hollywood style with stars and everything else? You said, you know, the long hours and everything else, but I just wondered, was there much of a transition uh, as an actor going from that to the things that the pace of the whole new series was a lot different to the old sort of like episode punchy that it was a very long slow. So I wondered as an actress how you found it. Personally, when we did um, Children of Earth, when we had that one story to tell, I adored it because it really gives you something to get your teeth into as an actor. Um, you haven't got a uh, beginning, a middle, and an end to do in four to five minutes. You know, you've got five hours to tell a wonderful story. And this time around, we had ten hours to tell a very, very complex, stunning story. Um, so to have that was just incredible. I think the transition, if, it, if I'd been playing anything but Gwen Cooper, would have been very difficult. But as soon as I turned up there in Warner Brothers and sat there, and, and uh, John wasn't there, I was on my own. And it was Russell and Julie, and then the new cast. And we sat on the table and we all had scripts in front of us. And I literally didn't know whether I was going to be able to turn a page. I was, I was sick with nerves. And uh, I was, you know, really, really nervous. And then as soon as I did, and I saw Gwen's name, and I started to, to read Gwen, I was with my best friend, so there was no difficulty there whatsoever. Um, it was literally like being with my best friend. You know, as soon as I seen Gwen Cooper and Jack Harkness, I felt very comfortable. I had one little question as well. From yeah. When you were out in California, did you ever get to have an In-N-Out burger? Oh, don't oh, talk to me about In-N-Out burger. <laughs> <laughs> did you try the animal stuff? Oh my god, animal style fries! This place is called Inner Burger in, in California. It's possibly heaven, heaven behind the door. It's the best burgers you will ever have in your life. And then they do these fabulous fries with melted cheese, and, and I'm starving. <laughs> oh, I miss it so much. So funny. It's after about the fourth episode, wardrobe girls started coming in with spanks for me. <laughs> Eve. <laughs> I don't care. Pop them on. <laughs> okay, there were, 
were two, there were two more people with their hands up, so we didn't want to choose between them, so too nice. So we'll have those two more questions. Just let's keep it quick if we can. Hi. Um, I'm just wondering what you've got upcoming, such as theatre stuff. Okay. I'm so sorry, I can't see you. Hiya. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really excited, actually. Um, I leave here today and I start teching at 6 o'clock this evening um, in Manchester, Royal Opera House. Um, we're there for a week, and then we're in Glasgow for a week, and then we're in the Duke of York's Theatre for 10 weeks in the West End. Uh, doing Zach Braff's new play called All New People. So, um, guys, it's awesome, and it's funny, and it's moving, and it's 90 minutes, um, so it's not too long, and it's uh, precisely what I wanted to be doing this year. I can't believe, I can't believe I'm doing it. I'm, I'm so excited. Okay, last question, just behind the same person. Um, hi, hi, Dan. I actually watched a film, very one of the very first scenes in the very first episode of Torchwood, in Odeon, Cardiff. I was the little girl stood on box office, and I asked for your autograph, which you kindly gave. So thank you very much. Phew. Um, so <laughs> I was the only person in work. <laughs> um, my question is: is obviously you went to America to film this fantastic series, and I watch it all the time. Did you miss Cardiff when you went to go film in America as well? Uh, well, of course. Yeah, I, I miss Wales. You know, I've been living in uh, London for the last month, and uh, as soon as I as soon as I leave, I come over that bridge. Uh, I'm a different person. I'm you know I'm Welsh. I'm through and through Welsh, and I love where I'm from. And being in Hollywood, don't get me wrong, was wonderful. It was a beautiful, wonderful, wonderful place. So is Cardiff, and, I, and that was there. It, that's with me every day. Of course, of course. Miss it like well, it, it's it's my home. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So there you have it. If you want to let us know what you think of Eve's performance in Torchwood, or the prospects of a new series, please get in touch with us at impossiblepodcast at gmail.com, or leave us a comment on the blog. Next month, we'll be hearing from another former Doctor, Colin Baker. Until then, thanks for listening. Hustle.